take care and i will see you on the next episode where we will talk a lot more about virtual styling services in detail bye on today's podcast the focus is going to be color if you regularly find yourself asking what colors suit me you need to start with the basics the basics of color analysis is figuring out whether your skin tone is warm or cool. A couple of color analysis tests can help you figure your skin tone out quickly and easily. Color analysis is a surefire method of answering the what color suits me question because it determines which colors of clothing and which makeup shades harmonize with a person's skin complexion, eye color and hair color. It will also help you figure out the finer details like what color of jewelry suits you. If you're listening to this and you're still not sure, this experiment can get a whole lot easier by using just a piece of gold or silver fabric. Try holding the piece of fabric under your chin and then ask yourself whether the gold or silver shade lights up your complexion and makes your eyes pop. If it's silver, you're cool. If it's gold, you're warm. Look at the underside of your arm in natural daylight. If you have a pink or rosy undertone and blue tinted veins, you have a cool skin tone. And if you have a golden undertone and green tinted veins, you have a warm skin tone. In a nutshell, you can use your skin tone, that is your skin, hair and eyes, to determine whether you are warm or cool toned. And that can answer your biggest dilemma of what color suits me? It's a fashion dilemma that never goes out of style. However, this is if you don't fancy handing yourself over to a fashion stylist and have them figure out what color works for you. When it comes to clothing, there is something comforting about an all-black outfit. It's considered timeless. It looks great on everyone. And putting those pieces together each morning requires little to no effort. But what about all the other colors out there? The vibrant shades, the nude ones, the pastel ones, the ones that we frequently spot celebrities wearing all the time, and they do it so well. Incorporating more color into your wardrobe might seem overwhelming and nearly impossible at first. But the truth is, it's pretty easy. Once you learn the rules. It all boils down to finding out which colors best flatter your skin tone helping you stand out in a crowd and radiate from the inside out. Color is the number one most important thing to me when it comes to styling. It's what makes my service unique. When I have to style my clients, I always start with their skin tone and then figure out what clothes would suit that skin tone. They are hence just put into three categories, warm, cool, and neutral. Many people have a natural proclivity to understanding which one of those categories they might fall into because it's fairly obvious. But skin tone determines the basis of your whole closet. And these are the micro levels on which styling has to really work with. To make all of this simpler, to get an ideal look, your skin tone and hair tone have a major part to play. So if your skin tone has a greenish, yellowish, olive, what is even called as a gold undertone, you would fall under a warm skin tone category. If your hair color ranges from dark brown to dark blonde, 
or your go-to colors from the warm color family would rather be oranges, reds, golden, yellows, amber and shades of honey. Your go-to colors from the cool color family would be warmer greens, blues such as olive or deeper turquoise, pesto and shades like magenta. Some neutrals for you to try could be hot chocolate, creamy whites, winter wheat and latte. Some colors for you to avoid would be icy shades and tones like amethyst, sapphire or ruby. If your skin tone has a bluish undertone, it can also range from very fair to very dark. If your hair color ranges from very dark such as black or deep brown to light blonde, the colors for you from the cool color family could be a good bright blue, royal blues, sapphire, emerald, amethyst, deep purple or lavender. Your go-to color from the warm color family could be a shocking pink in place of a hot pink, ruby or bright rose. Some neutrals for you to try would be grey, navy and pristine white. Colors for you to avoid would be oranges and yellows. If your skin tone is hard to determine and you can't tell if you're warm or cool and your hair color is a combination of colors as well as your eye color being hazel or neutral, your go-to colors could be neutral colors, the ones that fall in the middle of the color spectrum. Look for light peach, dusty pinks, soft rose, baby pink, baby blue, jade green. Some neutrals for you to try could be grays, off-whites, like vanilla. Some colors for you to avoid could be anything too bright or vibrant that can overwhelm you, along with reds and yellows. If you decide to wear them, go with softer versions. That being said, colors are not hard to master, even if it may seem rather complicated at first. Choosing the right colors also originates from a place of feeling secure, beautiful in whatever you choose to wear. For me, the color has always played an important role, and I could say that it is the heart of my closet. Colors also play an important role because they create a certain aura when a person with a certain color wears it. Colors often represent a certain mood and emotion as well as personal taste. Color psychology is another side to styling and this can also be a guiding factor in the way we choose clothes. Color psychology is the study of how colors affect your behavior, mood and impression on others. Research shows that colors can greatly affect our moods and the way the other people respond to it. That being said, blue stands for loyalty, stability, tranquility. Red passion and aggression, yellow, happiness and optimism, green, healing and success, black, power and mystery, purple, royalty and spirituality, brown, stability, neutral, natural, beige, energy, fun, warmth, white, purity, cleanliness, innocence, and grey, neutral, practical, and quiet. That being said, the focus of everything that I have spoken about has been clothes and what you can wear. But what about eye color? You may ask, 
Isn't that also a huge part of the way our faces are different from each other? The answer is yes. Broadly, if classified into three types, brown, blue, and green eyes, especially for women, eyeshadow does define our eyes. Starting off with brown eyes, brown could rather be considered neutral, and there's a huge range of shades that you can choose. I would stick to choosing brown shades, bronze shades, and some shades that stick to a light baby pink. If you have green eyes, opposing colors could be violet, burgundy, purples, and plums. So a good mix of sticking to a brown palette or a gold palette, as well as a bronze palette, could really stand out. With blue eyes, opposing colors could be really warm tones, such as peaches, bronzes, and golds. So try to go with bolder colors with blue eyes, such as a light purple, a baby pink, peach. Another element with women's makeup is lip color. And I know many women struggle with choosing the right shade. It is easy to choose when you just have to make a simple choice between a day look versus a night look. But this again is related to the skin tone, which plays a huge part in the way we choose lip color. So if you have fair skin tone, the lip color you should stick with are light pinks, beige, light peach, or golden brown. If you have a medium skin tone, you should stick to sort of medium pink, orangey pink, red, and so on. If you have an olive skin tone, try to stick to a berry tone or a dark rose. If you have a dark skin tone, try to stick to brownish reds, golden beige, or a dark berry. Moving on to what colors are most suitable to wear with for each season. I would classify this into two main palettes. And this is excluding current trends that suit you. So this would basically mean spring and summer. For spring and summer, try to go with bold colors that are at their full hue or tinted colors that are lightened with white. Some of the bold colors could be purple, blues, greens, yellows. And tinted examples could be the same shades, but in lighter hues. The colors that are suitable for fall or winter could be shaded colors, colors that are darkened with black. The same colors such as purple, blues, greens, and yellows, but darkened out. Or toned colors, the colors that are muted with black and white. These are just general guidelines, but the point is you want to avoid looking too bright in winter, too gloomy in summer. You can wear these colors at any season. Another guideline is to use warm and cool color tones. Balancing this equation is also crucial to styling, unless it is a color scheme such as a complementary color scheme. If you are a beginner, I would suggest sticking to a set that follows the same tone. For example, red-violet with a yellow blouse or a blue dress with a yellow-green blazer. If you think you can experiment more, try with violet and yellow or red with violet. When it comes to prints and patterns with multiple shades, 
When you're a beginner, try to stick with one pattern and one plain garment. If you feel like you are in the mood to experiment, try with two different patterns blended and worked together. Mixing two patterns takes time and an eye for appreciation, when you will tend to develop it in a little while. When it comes to other elements of dressing, accessories play an important role as well. The few accessories that I think really define an outfit are bags, belts, shoes, and earrings. You will see celebrities who sport different outfits that may look rather plain and boring, but then they add in a pop of color or embellishment with the help of a bag or a pair of good earrings. This is another way to make yourself stand out with color alone. One of the trends that I would also like to talk about is the trend of color blocking. And this has become a defining factor in the way celebrities dress today. I have written a very specific blog on the road dress traveled, where I have shared some great examples of how color schemes can be used to your benefit. The basic idea is to mix complementary colors with primary colors, such as a green with a red, or an orange with a blue, or a purple with a yellow. But before we do this, there are some basic guidelines to color block. Start with solids. Color blocking creates a daring enough look by itself. So for beginners, there is no need to make it more complicated by adding in patterns. Keep it pure with solids, like I mentioned earlier. Stick with the same saturation. If you are starting with a very saturated piece, keep the other colors saturated as well. If you're going a little less bold, consider less saturated or a timid tint. Whatever colors you pick should all have the same visual weight. Be color wheel wise. Are you familiar with the color wheel? Understanding the basics of it can really help you as you venture out into color mixing. And try to do this with a minimum of two colors, unless the third is an absolute neutral, like a nude or a beige tone. That was a fair idea of how to choose which colors suit you and how to wear them. How eye color, lipstick tones can all elevate your look. Color blocking is another recent trend in 2021 that can add up to how your outfit stands out. We also spoke a little bit about how color psychology can play an important role in dressing. There are plenty of resources available in this living age of the internet. All you have to do is really look for the right thing. Color is a multitude of things. When it comes to dressing, but also enjoying it while you're wearing them, and that is the biggest and best part of it. I hope this can help you start off your journey with color styling on a positive note. With this spring right around the corner, grab some bold colors and begin to experiment with them. That's all on today's podcast, and I will see you on the next episode of the Road Travel Podcast. Bye.